0: Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Cute Kind Of, if this is your first time here. Hello, hi, my name is Layla and welcome to my beauty and lifestyle podcast. So today's episode is the episode I said I would do in the previous episode. The previous episode was about how I currently organize my life. If you like planners, apps, productivity things, you name it. I highly suggest you check out that episode. I talk a lot about that and just kind of my planner organization journey. But in that episode, and while I was creating the outline for that episode, it came to me that I have to do an episode about how I got my life together post-grad and... In general, I think that kind of episode would be very beneficial for a lot of people right now, whether you graduated three years ago, um, you're in the middle of college, you're starting college, you graduated a year ago, you didn't even go to college. Honestly, this can apply to anyone. So that's what today's episode is about. How this episode is different than a previous one is that that episode is a lot more surface level, materialistic, we're talking about planners, you know, colored pencils and stuff like that. But this episode, we're talking about more deeper things such as like fulfillment, passion, and just overall like how to begin to move in a direction in your life that you are pleased with. So without further ado, let's get started. So let's go back in time when everything began to go downhill. So going into my senior semester of college... I decided that I wasn't going to aggressively apply to jobs only because I really wanted to spend time being in the moment at school and just taking in everything one last time. So when I graduated in December 2019, I made the decision that I wanted to come home and I wanted to spend time with my family before I ended up moving. And then also on top of that, it would give me a lot of time to just focus on applying to jobs. So I think I applied to a bunch and I heard back from a late March, that's when the pandemic really took over. And then in like more April, everyone was like, yeah, we have to put everything on hold right now, which is totally understandable. You know, like at that time, I think a lot of people were optimistic that the pandemic got to be over by June, right? However, it's September right now, and we're still in the middle of it. I think the other day, the United States surpassed 200,000 deaths from the coronavirus, the highest of any country in the world. But one of the elements about that is it gave me a lot of time to just think I was thinking about life and just like where I want to go what's going on and kind of just thinking about everything and second guessing kind of my life plans which is I think very normal for a lot of people to do at least once in their life like intensely right So, like I've said before, I'm a huge fan of productivity, organization, life planning, habits, so on and so forth. So throughout college, I used to watch like a series or just a bunch of YouTubers who did videos in regards to those subjects. And I had a group that I just loved watching. You know, when I would watch one of their videos, there would be one or two key takeaways that I might implement into my life. But essentially, I was just watching them because I thought I was being productive just by watching them. But back when I graduated, maybe at the beginning of the year, I decided I was going to take into account kind of what they did. And prior to that, I thought I had a really good life plan, all right? Like I thought I was super organized, like I thought I had everything together. But as things started falling apart, because my plans weren't going according to plan I started to be like okay let me go and watch these videos again and let me actually sit down and do what they're telling me to do or what helped them get their life together so the three people I mainly watched throughout college or whenever I discovered them the first one is Matt Diavela. so he helped me a lot with like developing habits or learning how to create long-lasting habits and he gave a really good real look into the reality of creating a new habit—it's hard, and a lot of us do it like very subconsciously. Like for example, like every single day, the first thing I used to do is grab a cup of coffee, walk up to my room, sit on the computer, and pull up YouTube and just watch YouTube videos for hours. Um, I don't do that anymore, thank God. Yeah, that's like an example of subconscious habit that I just created because I couldn't start like my weekend without doing that. On top of that, he does, like, he did this great series last year where every month he tried to tackle a new habit, and he talked about the reality of creating that habit. And... It was really interesting because a lot of habits you think are good for you, but in reality, like, do you really need that habit? Like, for one, he cut out caffeine, and then he was like, why did I cut this out? I love this stuff, and it's not hurting me if I drink it every day. Yeah, like, one day, maybe if I don't have coffee that day, I'll be groggy or off. But I mean, like, I'll just have it the next day. Like, it's not a big deal, right? And second of all, his videos are great. He has a great personality, and he puts a lot of time and effort into creating great content. So I highly suggest you check him out. Next is Rowena Tsai. I watched her videos throughout college as well. Um, I really liked her content. Hers was, it's relaxed but also more personal, like more specific things she's been doing for like self help, productivity, getting her life together, so on and so forth. And then finally is Lavender Lifestyle with Eileen. Um, Her channel is just called Lavender, but she posts more consistent content and it's not more like she talks about the personal things she does, but she also gives a lot of other options or information about other techniques you can use. And then she also has her own podcast called The Lavender Lifestyle. Really love that podcast. It's really, really good. She does a great job producing it. Um, I think Rowena and Eileen technically have the same content pretty much, but the vibes are a little bit different. Like Rowena lives in New York City eileen lives in california and you can definitely get that vibe from the both of them still love both very dearly so along with having a podcast and a youtube channel Eileen created this workbook called the artist of life workbook and essentially what it is it's like a planner to kind of plan out your goals dreams aspirations habits and it's not like a normal day-to-day planner type of thing it's more essentially like month by month so lavender's entire theme the premise of her channel and brand is that she wants to help you create your own dream life so back in like april may ish my sister actually bought the book and uh, i took it (laughs) but i didn't like take it and use it I just took it because I wanted the prompts from the beginning of the book but honestly like if you go on Eileen's channel she literally just gives you all the prompts anyways so you can still do it without having the book and then on top of that Rowena uploaded a video and it's called How to Write Your Life Together and Achieve Your Dreams and by watching this video some of some other of Rowena's videos some other of Eileen's videos doing the workbook prompts at the beginning of the artists of life workbook I created created what I know now as my life folder okay I totally copied this from Rowena because she basically has one of those in the video I just talked about but basically my life folder is very much so a bunch of things honestly it's what I work on It's all the like prompts from the Lavender lifestyle workbook or whatever. And then also it's a lot of notes I've taken on other videos and just some other bits and pieces about getting your life together. But mostly I think it's the artists of life workbook prompts in this and I wanted to share it with you. I think that would be very beneficial for everyone. So basically, you're gonna hear a lot of ruffling of papers in a little bit, but I'm just gonna go over everything she kind of talked about. Like I said, you can literally just go on her channel and she gives you the prompts, <laughs> but I would highly suggest you invest in the workbook if you're very serious. I think in general, what came out of like me doing these pages or these prompts was that I came to the realization or a really much better understanding of myself and my personality and what I want to achieve, my weaknesses, so on and so forth, than I ever have in like 22 years of life, honestly. Um, with that being said, like I think I'm a person who's significantly changed since like high school and throughout college and i think i've yeah like i think i've definitely changed but one thing that hasn't changed is kind of my dreams and passions so like we have i dated all these so they're between like may 1st 2020 and may 3rd 2020 i'm gonna tell you about like the different prompts but basically we have the about me page which just talks about like what i like about myself my motivations my passions my strengths and most importantly my values i think values are often seen as um, conservative like I think people will link them to like more conservative values but I think oh yeah conservative values that's like an actual phrase but I think for this one specifically she has an entire YouTube video about it where she gives you work pages like pdfs you can download so you can actually do it with her but yeah like you can write down the different values that you actually have um what success looks like what fulfilling life looks like and stuff like that next before I get into this there's one page about like prioritizing self-care and it says like what are my ideal self-care habits and i will talk about this in a little bit but there's that there's a lot of like deeper questions as well like lessons for the journey this is one section it's about like why 2020 goals are important reaching goals it talks about fear it kind of like delves into like what are you most fearful of and like why and kind of the outcome your ideal world what changes what i like to see in the world how i contribute to that change and then entire habit section and then like we have for 2019 and 2020 2019 was a year that i dot 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 that's the name of the section basically kind of highlights what you did in 2019 And prior to this, like, doing this page, I remember just sitting there and being like, what did I actually do in 2019? And the reality of it is, 2019 was great for me. Like, after writing all the stuff down on, like, a piece of paper, I'm like, whoa, like, I actually did things in 2019 that I am not giving myself enough credit for or I'm not appreciating enough, right? So that was really nice. And then we have another one for 2020. It's called, like, My Theme for 2020. And basically, it asks, like, what's your theme? of 2020 mine was to create I was like really into art and asked you like how do you want to feel in 2020 what do you want to invite into your life in 2020 and what will i let go in 2020 right however my favorite prompt that i was not expecting to like from the workbook or she's ever talked about like i literally saw it and i was like that's kind of stupid but then actually doing it i was like this is actually my favorite prompt and it's the it's the current me versus future me prompt and basically you fold a piece of paper hamburger style, I think that's what it's called. In one side you write current me, and then right side write future me. And then like you draw a little picture of yourself currently in the current me section, and you draw like things that you do right now. So for example, like I wrote, I'm a mega procrastinator. I say things like, I'll do it in five minutes. Another thing is I self-sabotage. I'm a very anxious person, if you know me, like I'm kind of addicted to social media. And then my future me section, I draw a picture of how I want to look in the future me, which she has a smile, so we're onto things. And then she looks really fashionable. But then I write down kind of the opposite of everything I wrote in current me, which was just a lot of negative stuff that I think about myself. And I'm really glad I got onto paper so I could fully be like, okay, like this is kind of what I think about myself right now. And let's see what direction I want to go in. So the future me, I have different sections. Like I'm not a procrastinator. I'm not stressed about like different things. I'm a confident person, but on top of that, um I'm a very like somewhat private person like I don't like talking about my private life and I like to think that's a really good thing about me there's this other like side of it that's like I don't have a lot of photos of like my friends and I hanging out like most of the photos I have from college are photos my friends took not like photos I personally took which like looking back is kind of sad but that's something I want to change yeah and just a lot of stuff and like like I said I thought this was stupid and then I did it and I was like this is actually really nice um if you went to school for marketing, know anything about marketing, like another way I can describe this is like your ideal self and your actual self kind of deal. Your actual self is like how you actually are and your ideal self is kind of who you want to become. This is more like you actually sitting there and discovering... Like who you actually are versus who you want to become, which I think is a very good thing to do because now looking at this today, I skimmed over it like a day or two ago, but looking at it today, I can say that like a lot of changes have took place in the past couple months, which I'm very happy about, which I will share very shortly. Okay, so why do i think it's very beneficial for everyone to invest or take the time to make a life folder and it basically narrows down to just the idea of writing it down i think a lot of people can agree that when you write something down you actually visualize it and you create it and you contextualize it you know you add meaning actual meaning behind it and then also it becomes more solidified like you have several different thoughts about it but once you write it down it's more of a concrete thing and i totally agree like literally when i did my life folder and like i was doing the prompts it kind of helped me figure out like i literally just said with the current me future me exercise like i saw a lot of changes recently like, looking at it, I'm like, oh, well, that's changed. That's changed. I feel like I've changed here. And obviously, I'm still on the journey, but like I said, writing it down really helps. And taking time to write down and just understand, like, what you want to do, your passions, like, what direction you want to go in, is really, really important. It's so important. And I... I, one of the questions I get asked the most by my friends is that how did I figure out, like, I what I wanted to do or what I was passionate about? So I think they all know that, like, I really like beauty and my dream in life is to do something in beauty, basically. can't even tell you, like, how that came about or, like, one specific instance that I was like, this is it. Like, literally, it's just me having an interest in it and doing it in my free time. So on top of, like, me obviously doing my makeup all the time... I love like the other things that revolve around beauty such as kind of cultural implications, um, what beauty means in politics, um, beauty beyond the United States, like global beauty, how different cultures interpret beauty and what different trends and what like what they think is beautiful versus other countries. A lot of things, like I said, I ran a beauty blog for almost 10 years. And although that never took off, I was always learning from it and I was always very passionate about it. I thought it was a lot of fun to do. There were days, there were a lot of days where I'm like, I don't want to do this (laughs) because that's just how it works. You know, even the most, even people who are most passionate about like something that they do have days where they're like, I don't want to do this right now. Like literally everyone does that. So don't be afraid if that happens to you. It doesn't mean it's not your passion. It just means you just don't want to do it but that's really important because that's the element of resistance which i will talk about some other episode but resistance is that feeling of like not wanting to do it and you need to fight that in order to fully figure out and just get somewhere with your passion basically and like i said before sitting down writing it down like literally i'm pretty sure if you did a timeline from when you were like what five years old or the first time you could process things as a child up until like your age now if you wrote down like every single year like oh around the age of five i really wanted to be a photographer and then age of seven i'm like oh i saw like a youtube video so i wanted to be a youtuber and then up until like i was 12 i discovered like i really liked this one video game and i wanted to be a video game animator and just go on off of that and then if you go back and you're like oh like the video animator. Like, why did I like the video animation? And you say, oh, they're really beautiful, and I felt really inspired by it. So it's basically just writing down, giving yourself an answer, writing down why that's the answer, and just going off of that. Um, and then another thing I wanted to mention was the idea of, like, five-year, one-year, three-year plans. Um, I think those are stupid. Don't have one of those. (laughs) Basically, with those, I think when it comes to I feel like any person I ever talk to who puts like an age expectation or a timeline expectation like saying I'm 22 I'm gonna graduate college 23 I'm gonna get married 25 I'm gonna have buy my first house 26 I'm gonna start having kids that kind of thing is setting you up for disaster like I (laughs) know so many people who do that and they're like 21 I'm gonna be married and then 20 comes rolls around and they haven't like met anyone and they're just like what why did I I think that, you know? And setting up timeline expectations, I think, do more harm than good because then you're just at that point racing the clock to get it done, right? A lot of people who do set these timeline expectations or age expectations, they tend to be a lot more like super, what's the word? You're like type A, like driven oh driven is the word like more driven to want to reach that goal so like when they figure out oh I'm running out of time it's like gotta go like 100 miles per hour at that point and you don't really need that like don't do that to yourself honestly like it's one thing to be like in a year I'd like to see myself with a new job okay I think that's fine you know but don't put a lot of pressure on it age expectations though have insane pressure so don't I don't think those are good so don't do those all right (laughs) this is me telling you like don't do those please okay and then finally after i did my life folder figure out my passions so on so forth um i think it's very important that you take time every single day to just focus on yourself even if it's like 30 minutes that's totally fine like any time you can allot for yourself is so beneficial. And when I mean focus on yourself, I mean going back and looking at your life folder and starting to create ways to fulfill those. And on top of that, like just having time for yourself to do whatever you want in that moment, without interruptions is so important. So for example, when I was in high school, I started this thing in my house called alone time. And what that meant is that every morning after breakfast, I would get a cup of coffee, go up to my room and just sit on the computer and just cruise the internet for like an hour or two, or whenever I was done with my coffee, I called that alone time. And I told everyone like, do not bother me when I'm drinking my coffee in the morning. And it sounds really rude and really bad, but it's actually really, really nice. So much that like my brother does it and my older sister do it as well now. And it can be as little as that, or it can be as little as like in the morning, like before you go to work, spending like 30 minutes reading a book while drinking your coffee, whatever you want it to be, but also a time for you to work on habits. So like, let's say your dream in life was to be a video game animator. So maybe 30 minutes before you go to school, or maybe like when you come home from school, I don't know if you guys have kids, like whenever they go to sleep or before they wake up in the morning, just spending 30 minutes working on drawing and art and once you reach a point you can move on and be like i'm gonna take an online class about animation and yeah like literally that's how it starts it starts from a small seed that once you nourish it give it water sunlight so on so forth it grows right another thing that's really important when it comes to focusing on yourself is the idea of slowing down. I was watching Jen Im's video the other day so I just added this in and it was about like 30 things for her to do before she turns 30 or 31? I think 30. But she talked about she talked about how her life has changed and a lot of her life is reflected in her videos. So I, I watch her videos every single Sunday but basically I've seen her, like, do a lot of, like, more personal self-development type of things, which I think is really cool because... I definitely see the difference and when she talks about the difference I'm like oh I remember when you started doing this and now you're talking about kind of the outcome of it and one of the things she said was she slowing down that means like not packing your schedule to do like millions of things a day for me personally I like to cap it so maybe like three personal things a day and then three work related things a day for me work is like applying to jobs and then also this podcast is what I consider work and then personal things can be like like, I don't know, cleaning my room or like paying a bill or like buying things that I need and just capping it at that. Like, don't overflow your to do system or to do list. Because and then at the end of the day, you, you're you just gonna be racing the clock. Like I said, don't race the clock, let it work with the clock here, guys. And yeah. Um, another thing she talked about was journaling. And I've I'm someone who's actually been journaling throughout the year as well, and I can say it's actually changed my life because when she started talking about it, I started reflecting on my personal journey with the journaling, and honestly, it really has changed my life. I've had multiple journals, and one of one of the things about having multiple journals, I have a morning page as a journal. So one I do every morning. Um, I self-reflect in my like planner nowadays. Um, before that, I have another section of my journal where I write down like just concrete things that I need to get off my chest. And not only is it really good to like get things off your chest, but also reflecting on memories. She said in the video, she retains a lot more of the things she watched, read, or did because she does journal. And I think that's so true because literally your mind is so interesting because I think for me personally, I play this game previously before I started journaling where I try to remember thoughts or I think I'll remember something, but they just get jumbled up and like I never actually remember it, right? So that's why I really like having an ocean and then also having a journal and I, I highly recommend it. You can reflect on yourself, you can literally find millions of prompts on Pinterest and online to like kind of do some self-development, understanding yourself more, so on so forth. All right. So, finally the last two bits. Um on a more serious note. I think for everyone, regardless of your background, I think everyone in their childhood goes through things, um trauma, if you will. And a lot of times when it's not addressed, you'll get older and like it's something that just sits in the back of your mind, you know? And I'll be doing the most random thing and I'll just randomly remember it. And I'm just like, what? Why is this happening right now? And I'll be like very like, I might be very angry about it, very sad about it, very embarrassed about it or anything like that. And I think in general, what I've been doing also this past several months is that I'm addressing it and it's really I think it's very therapeutic in my opinion. Um, Another thing that's in my life folder, and I have like 15 of these just sitting in here that I just realized I did, is that when I remember things or like reliving like traumatic experiences, I'll write a letter on like a piece of notebook paper to whoever even to myself whatever it may be and I'll just write down all my thoughts and opinions and the good thing about doing that is like I said when you write it down it's kind of out of your mind and it's something I do a lot and I don't really talk about it to anyone but I think it's very beneficial for a lot of people to do Um, it's helped me a lot like literally if you just try it I think in general, like I said, everyone has traumatic experiences that they experience when they're very young or throughout their life, and you don't have to be held hostage by it. You know, you can, there are different mechanisms and like different ways you can address it and overcome it or learn to live with it. So. And then finally, you know, I think one of the last things I could say when it comes to pursuing dreams and passions and like developing your life, it's to understand that there's a lot of things that are out of your control. Like I can apply for a job and think I have a great resume. At the end of the day, I'm not the one who gets to decide if I get that job. It's the person who reads my resume. And I guarantee if I have a good resume, I'm pretty sure millions of other people who are applied to the job or are applying to jobs have great resumes, right? So it's important to understand there's a lot of elements in your life that are out of your control and you just have to learn to live with it. I think when a lot of people find that when things don't go their way, they get very mad and upset And I think because of that, it causes a lot of like issues and like, like I said, the life plan thing. Um, when things don't go your way, you're kind of like stuck and lost and just confused on like what to do. And honestly, just let it go. Like the one thing I learned to do this year was just let it go. If a issue in the past made me really angry, just let it go. Like someone betrayed me, let it go. Like I said, just write about it and just let it go. Like it doesn't have to be in your mind no more. Yeah, I think that's really important as well. And it's helped me understand that when I realize something is not in my control, I kind of let it, I put it to the side and then focus on other things that I can control. So, yeah. All right, everyone. That... Pretty much wraps up today's episode of Cute Kind Of. If you like Cute Kind Of, feel free to listen to it and subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts, Spreaker, Spotify, Google Podcasts, CastBox, iHeartRadio, Bullhorn, and now Amazon Podcast. You can listen to it on your Lexa. So that's pretty cool, right? If you want to connect with me or just follow the podcast to know when I upload episodes or just, I don't know, comment and give me your opinion, um, you can follow me on Instagram at cute kind of podcast if you would like to email me for whatever reason it's hello cute kind of at gmail.com and then like always any links videos things i've talked about have been already uploaded and linked on the blog at www.qkindof.com all right so just finishing up the podcast um first of all i checked today and the podcast has officially reached over 1000 downloads so everyone thank you so much for listening and downloading episodes of this podcast i really appreciate it originally when i started this podcast i didn't really think it was going to be It was kind of going to be my, like, summer project if I didn't get an internship last year, but I ended up getting an internship, and then when I finished school, I was like, let me continue doing this until I find a job, and I would think about, like, when I would reach having a thousand downloads, like, if that would ever be possible, if it would take me, like, a year, two years, and I'm thoroughly surprised i'm very happy and i'm very grateful thank you so much for listening it means a lot literally means a lot uh with that being said this is kind of where i want to end the podcast episode but if this episode helped you in any way i would love to know or if you have any suggestions or comments about it please hit me up but i will talk to all you guys on friday so bye